First Kings chapter 21. We're going to read there a few verses of scripture uh, this morning. First Kings chapter 21. Amen. Hope you brought your Bible. Can follow along with me as we read uh, some of these verses here. First Kings chapter 21, beginning with verse number one. It came to pass after these things that Naboth the Jezreelite had a vineyard which was in Jezreel hard by the palace of Ahab, king of Samaria. And that's King James for close to the palace. It was right next door. Naboth was right next to the, uh, to the palace. The Bible says, And Ahab spake unto Naboth, saying, Give me thy vineyard, that I may have it for a garden of herbs, because it is near unto my house. And I will give thee for it a better vineyard than it. Or if it seem good to thee, I will give thee the worth of it in money. And Naboth said to, to Ahab, The Lord forbid it that I should give the inheritance of my fathers unto thee. And Ahab came into his house heavy and displeased because of the word which Naboth the Jezreelite had spoken to him, for he had said, I will not give thee the inheritance of my fathers. And he laid him down upon his bed and turned away his face and would eat no bread. I'm just going to stop reading right there. I think uh, most of you are probably familiar with this, this, the story of Naboth and Naboth's vineyard and, this, and Ahab's desire to, to own it, his desire to, to have it. Isn't it interesting, someone like Ahab, who is a, a king, no doubt could have pretty much anything that he wanted, uh, but he's only wanting the thing that he can't have, and that is Naboth's uh, vineyard. You know, I want to just talk to you a few minutes this morning about a, a heritage, a godly heritage, and uh, uh, there may be... Uh, Others uh, watching via the live stream today, and that's fine. And we're glad that you're out there. Uh, I just, I just want to uh, remind you of the wonderful blessing of, of what happens in the, in a, the life of a, an individual when he comes to the Lord and gets saved, and how he changes everything about the future of his family. Everything is changed from that day forward. When you become a Christian, it has the power to affect you, your family, and even many generations to come. Uh, uh, as you serve the Lord, then generations can be affected and many times are affected by your decisions. So we, we uh, are, are so grateful for a, a godly heritage. Many of us here in this service today we have uh, parents that serve the Lord, some of you grandparents that serve the Lord. We all have benefited and been greatly blessed uh, because we have inherited um, a wonderful heritage, and that is to know, uh, to know the Lord. Uh, it's true in my life, I know it's true in Marsha's life, that we both, uh, with parents that uh, uh, know the Lord, and have been affected by it. And so as a result, we're able to affect our children and hopefully grandchildren and generations to come can be affected by the cause of Christ in 
all of our lives. Amen. Sometimes people want to demonstrate how much that they love their children and they do it by buying them lots of nice things and want, they want their children to have all the conveniences and all the blessings and everything that life can offer and they work really hard and sacrifice so that their children can have the best things that this world has to offer. But I, I want to just uh, challenge you here today uh, by saying that the most uh, important thing and the greatest expression of love that you can offer to your child, your son, your daughter, your grandchild is to let them observe and watch you serve the Lord. That's the greatest gift that you can ever give to your children is to just serve the Lord and pass that along to them, pass that heritage on to your children. And so when Naboth said, no, sorry, Ahab, I'm not going to sell you my vineyard. It's not for sale. I'm not selling it. Uh, I'm not going to trade it for another vineyard. And the reason that he was so determined to hold on to it is because it was a part of his inheritance. It came to him from his fathers, his father's fathers. It was passed on by generations. And he wanted to pass it on to his own children. He wanted to pass it on to them as well. It's interesting, Naboth's name means to sprout or to be fruitful. And uh, it's, it's even more interesting when you look back at his heritage that, um, uh, that he comes from the tribe of Manasseh. And that's something for us to take a look at here uh, this morning for a few minutes Manasseh's father was Joseph. You remember Joseph was the one that his brethren were jealous of him, and so they sold him into slavery. He went down to Egypt, and there was, was uh, falsely accused, imprisoned. He suffered a lot of things because of his brothers, and uh, their, uh, uh, the way that they uh, treated him, thrown into a pit, betrayed, falsely accused, spent 12 years in an Egyptian prison, all of that, all of that. And somehow Joseph came through all of that and was, was, he never got bitter. He was never angry at God. There's no evidence in scripture at all that Joseph ever became embittered toward his family for what they did. Instead, uh, God blessed him and even blessed him in those circumstances. When he's in Potiphar's house, he rises to the top. He becomes uh, over all of Potiphar's house. He's there until he's falsely accused. But then even when he is imprisoned, he is, he is elevated in prison. It's obvious that God's hand is upon the life of Joseph. God is blessing him in every place and every position that he is in. God is blessing him and working in his life, even to the point that finally when, when he is able to interpret the dreams of the Pharaoh, Pharaoh honors him and causes him to be second in line in, uh, uh, in all of Egypt. He takes off his ring and puts his ring on him, which signified that he was, he was like royalty in Egypt. 
He had power and authority and prestige. And uh, his chariot was second to the, to the chariot of Pharaoh's. I mean, it was an amazing rise to a position that God honored him and elevated him uh, to that, uh, to that uh, wonderful uh, place. He recognized that, uh, that even though his brethren meant all that they did to him, they meant it all for evil, God meant it for good. God was putting him where he wanted him to be and God was going to use uh, Joseph down there in Egypt to preserve Egypt and uh, uh, to, uh, to be honored uh, by uh, the Pharaoh. Now, uh, I went through all of that because it's important that uh, we kind of see the lineage of Naboth because, you see, he was of the tribe of Manasseh. Manasseh was Joseph's son, one of his two sons born to him. Ephraim and Manasseh were born down there in Egypt. And uh, Manasseh is blessed of the Lord. Whenever... Uh, uh, Joseph goes into his father, Jacob. He's on his deathbed. And the Bible says that he lays his hand upon Manasseh and upon Ephraim, and he pronounces blessing uh, upon them. This is in uh, Genesis 48 and verse 4. Behold, I will make thee fruitful and multiply thee, and I will make of thee a multitude of people, and will give this land to thy seed after thee for an everlasting possession. Praise God. So now generations later, you see the significance of Naboth saying to Ahab, oh no, oh no, my vineyard is not for sale. My vineyard is not for sale. This was passed down to me from my family for generations to generations, uh, for many generations. Oh, I'm of the tribe of Manasseh. It was promised to uh, to Joseph and to Manasseh and now all the way down uh, now to me, uh, this was given to me as the, an inheritance and uh, the blessing of the Lord upon my life and upon my family. Praise God. So I think that uh, we can see why that Naboth's vineyard was so valuable and precious to him. First Kings 21 and 3 Naboth's response to Ahab was, The Lord forbid it that I should give the inheritance of my fathers unto thee. He recognized that it was not just a physical vineyard, but there was a spiritual inheritance that was being represented here by this, this vineyard. Something that was passed down to him from his fathers and was the blessing of of the Lord. Praise God. It's a wonderful thing uh, whenever we receive the blessing of the Lord and we recognize it that God has blessed our fathers, our forefathers, and even generations before us. And today we know the Lord and we are acquainted with the things of God uh, because of the blessing of the Lord being passed down to us. Praise God for that. We all have a spiritual uh, inheritance. And if you're blessed of the Lord today to have spiritual parents or godly uh, uh, people in your, your life and in your past, 
then you should be certainly grateful and recognize how precious and valuable that it is. Amen. I know that sometimes people think of their fathers or their grandfathers as kind of being old-fashioned and old-school, and this is a new day, and everything is different and changed now, but the reality is they have passed on to us something that's real, something that's genuine, uh, an experience with, with, with God, and it's not something to be disregarded. It is not something to be treated as if it's not something precious and valuable. Oh, it is. It is. And not only that, but if you, if your forefathers didn't serve the Lord, but you became a Christian, you have the opportunity to pass on to your children and to your grandchildren the things of God and the word of God. And uh, oh, how, how great a privilege it is to be able uh, to do that. You see, Naboth, was, he wasn't just a, a green thumb. He wasn't uh, a person that had a great deal of skill as far as uh, a vineyard was concerned. It was obvious the blessing of the Lord was on that vineyard. It was an inheritance of his father's. And it wasn't just his natural ability to grow it, uh, but it was the blessing of the Lord. And Ahab wanted it. He wanted it. You can be sure he had plenty of his own. He was the king. He had a lot of things, but he was envious. He was envious of Naboth's vineyard. And you notice how he acted. Ahab is like a spoiled brat who goes home after Naboth says, no, I'm not going to sell you my, my vineyard. It's my inheritance. It's my heritage given to me and passed to me for gener many generations but Ahab goes home and sulks and, and uh, won't eat and uh, like a little spoiled child that uh, refuses uh, to, uh, to accept that. Jezebel then begins to develop a plan saying, well, you're the king. You can have what you want. And so she comes up with a scheme and eventually Naboth is murdered and his sons are murdered in an attempt to try to destroy uh, and break the lineage and break the, the heritage that was promised to them. Do you understand that there is an enemy that wants to steal the heritage of, of the people of God? Amen. We have an enemy who wants to destroy what God has given to you and to me. And he'd like to do that by affecting your life, your Christian experience, your children, your grandchildren. And uh, he, wants to, he wants to stop and hinder the blessing of the Lord. And I tell you, it's a dangerous thing to get in the way of what God wants to do uh, for his people. And that's what uh, Ahab and Jezebel did. They did not. This was it for them. I mean, God pronounced judgment, sent the prophet of God to them, Elijah, to come and to prophesy and to tell them that uh, this is it. You are going to face the consequences of your coming and, and uh, uh, interrupting the plan of God and the heritage of God uh, in this, uh, this promise that had been passed down for generations. Let me tell you, it's a wonderful thing to know the Lord and to be able to see the hand of God working in generations. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. 
And uh, just remember, the things that God has done in your heart, you can pass it on to your sons and your daughters and your, your uh, grandchildren. Those things can be passed on to succeeding generations and should be passed on. More than anything, more than material goods, more than possessions or money or property or lands or houses or anything that this world has to offer, your sons and daughters, your children, your grandchildren, they need to know God and they need to be able to, to hear uh, the voice of the Lord speaking into your family, into your household and doing some wonderful and mighty things. Amen. God doesn't give us children and grandchildren so we can just take pictures of them and say, look at how cute my kids are. I mean, not that we don't do that. We do that. But the reality is there's something, there's a lot of higher purpose here. And that is the, the promoting of the kingdom of God, the furthering of the kingdom of God. And we want to teach them to know the Lord and to walk with God and pass on to them the things that God has done in our lives. Amen. I was thinking about, of course, I can, I can only relate to my, my own family or our family. Uh, but uh, I know that uh, when uh, uh, Marcia and uh, the girls and Marty, when they were young, at one point, I don't remember exactly when it was, but at one point, Brother Huff was seeking the direction of God, the will of God, and he decided that all of this stuff stuff that was being promoted on on television he decided to remove the tv from his home when they were young kids and you say well what what kind of a decision was that well it was one that caused them to then begin to focus on their music uh they started working on songs and and singing and playing uh music and they developed those talents and uh uh, those talents then have greatly affected a lot of people. Just, just the blessing of, of, uh, of uh, music in their life has been a blessing uh, to, to a lot of people. It was developed because of a dedication and a commitment to the Lord, a desire to please the Lord, and they began to pursue uh, their music in a way that they had never before. And you know, that, that then is passed on to succeeding generations. It really is. It's passed on. If you ever come to a Huff family Christmas, for one thing, it is a lot of people. It's at least 60 people, 60 to 70 people when they all gather in there. And I remember when my son-in-law, Dustin, came for the first time, he was so shocked because everybody, just about everybody in the family could either sing or playing a musical instrument. And it just kind of goes around the room, and this one sings, and that one sings, and, and it's, like, it's like a big, uh, almost like a church service, and singing Christmas songs and Christmas carols, and it's all something that has been passed on from one generation to the next. Amen. Amen. And then you, you start, you, not only the kids, but the grandkids, um, they all, they, they all have this gift in them. So many of them have this, this gift in them. It's a passing on to succeeding generations. Amen. What a blessing. What a blessing, especially if they will honor the Lord and dedicate that, that gift to the Lord, how that God can use them in a mighty way. Praise God. We have a wonderful heritage. 
that uh, God has given to us. And it's the enemy that wants to steal. He wants to get in there into households and families and, and he wants to break up homes and marriages and families. He wants to rob of spiritual blessing. But you, you, can, you can stop all of that by making a commitment to the Lord that this day forward, my family and succeeding generations, I want them to know God and to know the things of God. That's the most important thing uh, to, a, to a Christian family. Amen. To pass on a spiritual heritage. Amen. And uh, it, it's, it's, it's just a blessing of God. And God can bless your life, your family, and, and uh, your children and grandchildren. That's, the, that's the, the, uh, the will of God. So Naboth said, no way. I'm not going to sell my vineyard. And, uh, and so then there's this attempt to destroy, this attempt to steal away. And God's judgment is severe upon those who want to get in the way of his blessing. Amen. When they want to, they try to interrupt what God is trying to do and wants to do through a household or through a family, then the enemy is going to face the consequences of it all. Amen. Oh, thank God for a godly heritage. Amen. A godly heritage. When I, uh, a few weeks ago, I was at home and uh, I, I was there. My two brothers were there. And uh, I'm reminded as, uh, of how that God has been so faithful over these many years uh, to myself and my two brothers and to our families. And, and uh, I'm just so thankful that God is, is, uh, is working faithfully. And, uh, you know, we need to lay hold of the promise of God and never give in to the enemy. Never give up what God has given to us. We sell out too easily. We give up too easily the things that God has blessed us with and has given us. And so lay hold of the promise of God. Don't let go for your children and your children's children. Keep on praying for them. Keep on believing that God is going to work in their lives and he's going to move uh, in your household and in your family and your children and your children's children. Oh, how important it is that we pass along a godly heritage. Amen. Praise God. It is so important that we do that. Amen. It's a, this week we're celebrating Sister Huff's 90th birthday. I remember when hearing Brother Huff say that how he got saved as a young boy. And I remember him saying, I never knew a time when I didn't want to be saved. Somehow, God put in his heart a desire to follow God and to serve the Lord. And so then all of us are affected by that. Families are affected by that, that decision. And the heritage, the godly heritage is passed on from one generation to the next. Some folks, you may feel like, well, I can't really give my children much. I'm not going to have a lot of money to give them. I can't, I can't, uh, you know, they're not going to have a lot to inherit, it, inherit from me as far as the things of this world, tangible things in this world. But let me tell you, those things are fine. But what's so much more important is that you have instilled in them a love for the things of God, a love for the word of God. And that they have a relationship with God. And they know the Lord. 
That's the most important thing, and that's what really matters. Don't give up and don't sell out. Naboth refused to sell his inheritance because he knew that it had come to him as a, a, the blessing of the Lord for many, many generations, and he wanted to be able to pass that along to his own family. And you and I, here today, we know the Lord, and the Lord can work in our life, and then as a result, work in the lives of our children and our grandchildren so that they can know the Lord and serve the Lord. Praise God. Amen. And that's, for me, that's, that's the priority. Amen. That's the priority. I want to see my children and my grandchildren know the Lord. I want to be, them to be genuinely born again. I want them to serve the Lord with their whole heart. That's, that's what really matters to me. That's what I pray for. I'm asking the Lord, do that kind of a work that there can be a, a godly heritage passed on to them and that this wonderful blessing of, of knowing the Lord can be passed to every succeeding generation. Amen. Sometimes parents are just too concerned that their children have, you know, $150 tennis shoes and the latest designer clothes and everything that, that uh, seems to be important to the world and to the culture today. Oh, I can tell you there's nothing more precious and valuable than seeing your children serve God and seeing them following the will of God for their life. That's the most important thing. It's the thing we certainly should be praying and asking the Lord, Lord, do a work, do a work in the lives of our families so that we can pass on this wonderful godly heritage. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the example in this scripture, Lord, that reminds us, Lord, of, uh, of our heritage that we have received, Lord. And Lord, we're so blessed to know you. And we know, God, that you have, have blessed our families and blessed our lives. And you want to continue to do that in succeeding generations. And I pray, Lord, that you would stir our hearts to the place that we would follow in step with your purpose and your will. Lord, so that every generation can be in line for this wonderful inheritance that comes from knowing you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's stand together this morning. Praise the Lord. You want to pass something on to your children? You may not have a lot of money, houses, land, wealth, but you can give to them something that's more precious than anything in this world, and that is the knowledge of the Lord, the truth of the gospel. You can pass on to them an understanding of what it is to know God and to serve the Lord. Nothing more precious than knowing Jesus and passing on that truth to them. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord.